When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, it is a fresh new week. From the Colleen and Bradley show, yeah. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, it just looks like everything's been bleached outside because um, uh, it's snowing. It's always that first snow that just makes everything look so pretty and delightful. Yeah. Um, except for like, you know, accidents. But uh, take it oh, slow. God. I'm just saying, wow. take it slow while you're Beautiful out there. Snow. It could kill you. <laughs> you know. I mean, take it slow. Be careful. Take You're it gonna, slow. Take it slow. Take, take it, it slow. slow. Exactly, Cause Holly. Because it's going to keep snowing. And snow some more. So uh, you'll get where you're going. Just go slowly. Uh, everybody, I think, has a little grace on a day like today. But we will keep you company. In the meantime, in between time, I feel like it's probably a good day to get the Cobra Gang together. Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. Yeah, so here's the thing. Everybody's been talking about a post that Britney uploaded to the internets about 14 hours ago. By that I mean Instagram. Mm-hmm. And specifically, the headlines from this post have included things like over at Newsweek.com, this hard-hitting journalism website. Whatever happened to Newsweek? Anyway, Britney Spears felt like Dad Jamie was trying to kill me. I have proof. Okay, those are two things that she said in the post. And so you might think, obviously, people are keying in on that. You guys... Uh, there's a bigger revelation in this post, and I would like to share it with you. But first, we must talk about the post in question. Also, I do want to hearken back to a conspiracy theory that was had on the show last week. Okay, so the post in question 14 hours ago, Britney Spears, it's it's one of those like long wordy ones where it's a picture of words. It's actually several pictures. It's four pictures of words, actually, weirdly. Hold on, let me do this math again. Oh, I just liked it by accident. Okay, well, one, two, three. No, it's three. Okay, because there were four before. It's a long story. Anyway, the post in question says some things like this, and, I, and I'm going to try to key in on the part where she's talking about her dad, but essentially it boils down to Brittany discovering the joy of personal freedom in a debit card. Mm. That she's able to buy stuff on her own, that she has a certain amount of personal autonomy, etc. 
Ah, uh, she can't do anything. She's shaking because she's buying something. Honestly, I don't know. How dare a state or nation? Now, she's talking about the fact that she wasn't able to do these things because of the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And says, how dare a state or nation or any sort of any sort grant any man or woman the right to use my possessions in my name? Because people could use her credit cards without her permission, mm-hmm. was the point. Guess that's not a big deal. I mean, it felt like my dad was trying to kill me. I've spoken about it several times. Have proof and witnesses of what he did. I have the hours I work. Blah, blah, blah. She goes on. Okay. I mean, that's pretty bold right there. It's bold, but what she's saying is like, I felt like my dad was trying to kill me. I don't know. I didn't react to that. I was like, she's saying basically she was being smothered yeah. by the conservatorship, right. which her dad was in control of. Right. right? And the like, I have the proof. I think it's just saying like, I've shown you people for the last however many years, if you've been paying attention, that these people are terrible and horrible and we're trying to control me. All of those things totally on board for, completely agree with 100%. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, But I don't, I don't know. That's that wasn't shocking to me. Oh, I liked it by accident again. If you try to like (laughs) advance, it just likes it anyway. Um. So here's what the revelation I thought was in this post. Mm. If you go to the end, okay, it says people say you'll have to put up a lot of money and sue. She's talking about to get her justice okay, and sit for hours and not be able to use my feet again. Like it's going to take a lot. Yeah. I love how I'm translating. Britney Good, because Spears. I'm like, why can't she use her feet? <laughs> but go on. I think it's just saying like she can't do things. Okay. I don't I mean, trust me. Okay. Let's, I'm with you. That she can't do stuff when I want to run outside. No, thank you to prove these allegations are true. I will never put up more money to go to court to see if my dad gets prosecuted. I choose to smile and put in my family's face until the day I die. Now, to me, I don't know, tell me what you think. The revelation here was she's not going to sue her dad. She's not right. going to take him to court. Is she trying to be like the better person? Because she's like, I've had enough of these people controlling my life that I'm not going to let them in my going after them control me in like a weird Zen way. She's like, watch, bitches. I'll just stop doing it all and go live my life and be happy. I mean, I want that to be the story. I'm with you on that. Like, I want that to be what she's trying to say there. Yeah. And then, yes. and I actually think she is saying that and believes it. However, is she living that? Do you see what I mean? Like, what do you mean by that? She, it's like she's she wants some form of justice. That's why she keeps writing like this. That's why she keeps telling her story in this way. She may not want to engage the legal system to do it, but this is far from smiling in. Smiling and putting it in her family's face until the day she dies. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that, you know, but it is, I mean, that would be ground, not groundbreaking. That would be earth shattering if indeed she is saying, like, I'm not going to pursue any kind of legal action. Okay. That's very different from what we've been hearing. Right. Oh, yeah. So that is like newsworthy. I think, you know, we could nitpick about whether or not she's doing as she thinks she's doing. 
Um, but that's a big deal. Yeah, I, I. it's just that to me in this post, and this is where we're now going to get into the conspiracy theory, in this post, again, she, people are just cluing in on the fact that um, she's got proof her dad's going to kill her. I don't think that's what she's saying, that her dad really was trying. I mean, again, Brittany, I don't know. Girl, it's complicated. I'm not saying like there's an easy... Like Google Translate for Britney's to understand exactly what she means or saying. And maybe she does have some smoke and gun, literally, that her dad was trying mm-hmm. to use to kill her. We'll learn more in the the autobiography. Put a pin in that. Nope, actually, that's what we're going to talk about. Conspiracy theory. So in this post, it says to me, like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. Whether she does or doesn't, this post will probably disappear in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's a miracle. It's still there. In the reading of this post, again, on Britney's Instagram, it is four or three or four slides of just text on a page. Mm-hmm. And this is common behavior. Mm-hmm. So what was our conspiracy theory last week? What yeah. was the thing I said? You know, I'm very concerned about being in her feed lately on Instagram. And here's why. We are uh, under the impression that perhaps Brittany is not behind her. Her own Instagram at this moment, meaning somebody else is controlling it. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually, I I want to throw something else in the mix as a conversation piece because I think I wonder if when these disappear, that is like that is like the public manifestation of like the tug of war that's happening. On her Instagram. Like, I think she might have access to her Instagram and somebody else might be running it. And so some of the times that we see things disappear and maybe come back. That's entirely possible. I mean, I would think she would just post something like help um, if that were the case. But to me, the conspiracy theory ties back to the, the notion that she is saying all of these words look at what you're looking at on the page right Mm -hmm. that's not a post where somebody went to instagram if you look at all of these slides together to me this is her book this is her writing her book right because all of these run-on sentence posts that just go about a specific topic every time these show up it's not like, hi, it's Brittany. I'm jumping on Instagram because, and I'm doing this this way because it's hard to type over here. I like if somebody's just like, like you would have to believe that she's doing that on her notes app, mm-hmm. taking screen caps of it, mm-hmm. and then uploading it to Instagram. When, excuse me, you could just put a rose picture up right. and then go for days in the comments, right? Which so she does this, sometimes. Well, she used to, but again, remember, we're talking about the conspiracy theory that I don't think she's in control of her Instagram right now. These posts have been coming up as these screen caps, and to me, it seems like this is coming from wherever she's writing the app, or uh, whatever app she's using to write her autobiography, which Mm -hmm. again, remember, is supposed to be coming out uh, this next year, but... Um, paper we shortage. We didn't talk about this. She referenced the paper shortage oh. last week in a post, and she didn't say it was a paper shortage. She said people, all these people talking about how we ran out of paper or something. I don't know. It was totally unrelated. But in this context, with the last few posts, I wonder if it's something as simple as like somebody has access to her autobiography and is just taking these chunks and posting them. And, you know, maybe to your point, like if it's not Brittany, because 
kind of don't feel like she would be thinking this complicated about it. Right. But maybe it's an attorney or it's the book person. They're like, you can't, we can't do this. So right. Then they go away or it's just like, let's draw more attention by mm-hmm. taking them down because then people will wonder why. When you add that to the fact that the previous post before this one where she talks about all this stuff about she's not going to sue her dad, et cetera, it's just screen caps from a video from right. her old home. Right. There is still nothing on Britney's Instagram account that gives us any indication that she is speaking in 2022. I didn't know what year it was. No, but you're right. I mean, because everything is old. Yeah. Everything is old. I don't know. I mean, I like, again, I don't know. And like, maybe I'm the one that's going to, my tinfoil hat is extra, extra tight today. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when, um, do you remember when she did those voice memos? And those were posted. Yeah. And we thought the exact same thing. Like, this just sounds like something she's sending to the ghostwriter or whoever's helping her with her book. Um, And those, like, showed up and were gone in no time. Because otherwise, why would she be writing these long, drawn-out things just to then screen cap them and upload them to Twitter and then remove them? I don't know. uh, Maybe I'm making nothing. I, I think it's something, but... It definitely is odd. Also, we still haven't gotten to the bottom of her changing her uh, moniker to Channel 8. Yes. I, In fact, I was going to Google that earlier. Does anybody have any clue what that's about? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's working on it, though. I'm yeah. telling you because... Well, who's that account you follow? I, that, it's so funny that you said that because when I... you said you had to stop following it. I just... Two in the weeds. No, I, I follow it still, but I can't, I can't engage with everything because it's confusing. But she actually... Um, she when I look at that post that you shared, because I follow that woman, she's the first person in the comments that pops up. Oh, okay. And look, I just I won't even I haven't even read it, but look at how long her post oh is. Oh my god. Oh. So she gets real What's deep in name? the weeds. Her name is Andrea Benedetto, and it's A-N-D-R-I Benedetto. Um, but yeah, she's she is like deep in this conspiracy that uh, Brittany hasn't. Brittany has not been controlling her Instagram oh. for a long time. But what does she say about the post? I mean, she. I, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now because it's a lot of words to, to read through. You have to do um, the same. Google she said, Translate. "Her words matter." And a year ago, we heard her words, her emotions, and now we don't hear anything. We just see note memos. Open your eyes. Um, and then she said, "Heartbreaking." Uh, the just that if you follow the hashtag justice for Britney still, that's where you're going to get all the people who are still paying attention to this. You know, it'd be interesting to find out when she first started posting these screen caps like mm-hmm. this, because that might be an indication of or at the very least when all of that started. Mm-hmm. So in, I'm saying if you're trying to figure out the space time continuum of like um, when she actually wrote these things down, mm-hmm. I would maybe look for the first occurrence of that on Instagram if I was going to get real deep. If there's somebody out there who wants to do that work, yeah. please and thank you. But that's going to be hard work to complete because well, they disappear. Exactly. Yeah, right. Oof. Oh, well. But somebody's know, on it. Somebody's on it. We are better off having our tinfoil hats on most days with Brittany than mm-hmm. off. Is my point. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you can wear your tinfoil hat or you can take it off if this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here 
with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. And Bradley and I both have mouths full of food. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. We'll sit back, relax. Chew on this. Chew on this. Let's start with a little celebrity justice news. Danny Masterson told a judge today that he would not testify in his own defense as his rape trial... Yeah, nears its conclusion. Mm-hmm. Now, Danny Masterson has been standing trial, accused of forcibly raping three women back in the early 2000s. And uh, he has decided that, no, he will not be taking the stand. Yeah, I'm not a surprise, right? Because right. Um, I'm not saying he's guilty or not guilty. I'm just saying in a case like this, I don't know what benefit you would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially... I don't like how do you I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, it's so oh, obvious. Yeah, it's so well, yeah. obvious. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what's happening. The prosecution rested its case this morning and the defense indicated it would not call any witnesses, so closing arguments are set for tomorrow. Oh, that is okay. So read into that what you will. I just did. Great. I mean, for the the jury, mm-hmm. you would imagine they'd be like, "Well, Alrighty then. I wonder mm-hmm. what that says. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like this will be wrapping up sooner rather than later. Okay. But let's move on to Vanity Fair's latest cover story about actress Margot Robbie. You know, she's starting starring in that new movie Babylon, which mm. is about the early days of Hollywood. But one of the nuggets the press is picking up from this interview is that she says that her Pirates of the Caribbean movie that was set to have an all-female cast has now gone to Davy Jones's locker. I didn't it, know anything project. about this. Yeah, this was announced, oh, have a we, couple of years ago. I think we've talked about, um, if not specifically, I can't remember a specific story we talked about it, but I feel like we knew this. Yes. It's just that um, the timing now begs the question whether or not this is some kind of, you mm-hmm. know, olive branch to Mr. Depp. Mm-hmm. Well, this project was announced back in June of 2020. So if you forgot about it, you were probably a little busy. Mm-hmm. No big Wash deal. Wash your hands. Uh huh. Yeah. So this Try was. to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. No, Margot Robbie was going to star in this new iteration of Pirates of the Caribbean. It was co written by her Birds of Prey screenwriter. And she said, We had an idea. We were developing it for a while. And uh, we thought it was going to be really cool. However, she said that Disney doesn't, I guess they just don't want to do it. That's her diplomatic way of saying that they passed. Yeah. Stay tuned to the D-bag portion of our program. Mm, Wonderful. Lovely. Ooh, Giselle allegedly, supposedly has moved on from her ex-husband, Tom Brady. She was spotted out and about. With her jujitsu instructor, whose Ooh. name is Joaquin Valente, and Page Six is publishing the exclusive photographs. They're already matching, going out and about in gray t-shirts. Oh, well, he's a man, and so obviously they're doing it. Of course. Right? Gosh, of course. I, I just love, I love how easy it is to get in the minds of the tabloids. Yeah. I will say, I, it seems to me that perhaps... Um, if this is a relationship, it's not new. Correct. And that the, the stepping out is a new thing now that mm-hmm. she is fully separated and by all accounts has been for a while. And one wonders if this relationship has been, you know, in existence for far longer than we knew. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just now that they're willing to do the paparazzi strolls. He is a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Bradley. who doesn't have a jujitsu prof- or a professor? Right? I jiu-jitsu mean... Jiu-jitsu person? Coach? What yeah. do you call mm-hmm. him? 
Um, what do well, you call yours? Instructor. <laughs> yes, he is called <laughs> a jujitsu instructor by page six. Mm. And they're out and about in Costa Rica together. Now, to your point, Bradley, now that Giselle Boonchin is legally divorced from Tom Brady, mm-hmm. has moved on. They crafted that narrative, leaving no doubt in anyone's mind that they are leading separate lives. You know, let's wear matching gray t-shirts and go out and about with the kids. Let's do it. Let's invite yeah. somebody with a grainy long lens to make this look. Yeah. Real. And he's with, the, he's with the kids, so that tells a story. Yeah. When we return, thank you, Holly, thank for you. all those, uh, you know, dirt alerty stories. Uh, we're going to have you bring some blind items because we're going to po- solve some pop culture mysteries when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show in a little segment we call Blinded by the I Item. Know. After this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in this cleverly titled segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yes, revved up like a deuce or wrapped up like a douche, however you want <laughs> to do it. Whatever. Douche, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll just solve these fresh celebrity gossip oh, mysteries. Yeah. Um, here we go. Way back at the beginning of the year. Sally. What? Way back, Sally. No. Let's oh. <laughs> lay down. <laughs> Since we're doing misheard lyrics. Okay. People knew the public, uh, people knew now, sorry, let me start again. Way back at the beginning of the year, people knew the now public girlfriend existed in the world of the superhero. It is not a new development. NT Lawyer wrote about it way back then. Now, did she get close to him because she knew about his sugar daddy account and what his preferences are? Perhaps. Mm, Chris, oh, that's interesting. Chris Evans and, and Alba P- Baptista. LaRue. Yes. Yeah. Star of the Warrior Nun, Alba Baptista. I practiced over the weekend. Good, Good job. Good. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank Who you. knows? I didn't even get in the right ballpark. But yeah. I called her Pippi LaRue. Uh huh. <laughs> So let me fill in the blank here. So way back at the beginning of the year, people knew about Chris Evans and his girlfriend, Alba Baptista. Now it's not a new development. NT Lawyer wrote about it way back at the beginning of the year. Now, did Alba get close to him because she knew about uh, Chris Evans's sugar daddy account and what his preferences mm. are? Perhaps. I don't get what that means. Meaning that he has, he likes to be a sugar daddy. To folks, mm-hmm. and so, yeah. he has preferences. I mean, I get that, but I'm saying, what? Where's the motivation then to make the relationship public? I suppose using it as a leverage of sorts. So, like, stay away from my man. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like now, people don't have an excuse not to know he's in a relationship. That's, okay, that's right. I, by the way, I always love a good uh, NT lawyer patting himself on the back. Blind item. Yeah. But he's right. He did say something about it a while ago. So mm-hmm. he deserves that attention. Well, I'm sure when you see erroneous news reports, you're like, hi, I was yeah. already on this story. See mm-hmm. uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Blinded by the item. Here's-
Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list mostly movie actor has uh, has to use his birthday party as a promotional vehicle for all mm-hmm. his agency's clients and also the streaming service too. You know, at least he gets paid for it. Interesting. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. So Leonardo DiCaprio is using his birthday party as a promotional vehicle for all of his agency's clients. That would be CAA. Very interesting. You know, so everyone who showed up, maybe, you know, it's like, hey, here's CAA's hottest stars at Leo's birthday. What do you know? That answers that question. Stay tuned for later in the program. And also a streaming service. Now, I'm not sure which streaming service that would be. Yeah. Is he in some sort of streaming Project. He had a, he had a net. Well, he was in Don't Look Up, the Netflix movie. Oh, that's right. But he doesn't have like a deal, deal, does he? I don't think so. Huh. But well, you know, interesting. Mixing business with pleasure, that Leo. Mm. Wouldn't be the right no exactly. He's blinded by the item. Oh, more mysteries to be solved like this. To file a lawsuit on a day the courts are closed shows just what the A-list actor is thinking. Mm. He thinks there will be criminal charges filed against him this week. Alec Baldwin. Mm. That is interesting because this is the news that broke over the weekend and we're going to be talking about it a little bit later in the show that he has filed his very own lawsuit. And I think, honestly... If you aren't paying close attention, it's hard to remember how many lawsuits are out <laughs> yeah. there and who's suing who. Heavy. It's relativeous. Mm. Um, so very interesting, and that I might call for that a little bit later. Um, so let's put a stick a pin in that one too because right. that's interesting. Yeah. So filling in the blank on that to file a lawsuit on the day the courts are closed, which was last Friday Veterans Day, mm-hmm. a national holiday, shows just what Alec Baldwin is thinking. He thinks there will be criminal charges filed against him perhaps this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, not surprising because that's been sitting out there waiting to mm-hmm. drop. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's go. Yes. Shall we? By the idol. Let's get into the rainbow-colored Studebaker of celebrity gossip mysteries. Wow, that's very bright. Moving right along. Moving right along. Exactly. This former A-list actress, who is an offspring of a former A-list actor, says there have been talks to reboot the buddy comedy movie that everyone loves. She was in the buddy comedy movie? Yes. Buddy comedy. Uh, Recent? No. More than a decade old? Yes. Two decades. More. 30 years. Ish. Oh, Thelma and Louise? That's not a comedy. Also, I was going to say, I don't know. Man, that ending. I don't know. (laughs) Well, turns out at the last minute. Okay. So it's not Thelma and Louise. No. But it's a buddy comedy, and it's oh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, that actually would make total sense. Mm-hmm. And who's the star? That Romy. would be or our Michelle. friend, Mira Servino. Yeah. Paul, Paul Servino's, Servino's daughter. daughter. Yes. So oh, we did it. Mira Sorvino, the offspring of the late Paul Sorvino, says there have been talks to reboot Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. That would be kind of fun. 
I'd be in for that. Yeah, I think it's it's actually surprising that we haven't gotten that conversation before. So it doesn't seem beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah. Janine Garofalo, what's she doing? Yeah, that's a great question. What is she doing? She just hangs out in Brooklyn and does random stand-up. I love that. Good for her. I know that because... She's probably there, living on royalties. Yeah. There was a New York Times profile about Janine Garofalo. And they're like, yeah, she just go down the street and she does open mics and chills. Gosh, how cool is that? Like, how fun would that be to just roll up to a comedy joint one night and then have Janine Garofalo gracing the audience with yeah. her humor? That would be amazing. Mm. I love that. I love that for her. That's so nice. Yeah. Oh, more celebrity gossip mysteries. The talk show host arranged for her offspring to be featured in an issue of this weekly magazine. So it shouldn't have been a shocker. (sighs) Who could that be, I wonder? The talk show host. Satan? No. um, (laughs) Talk show host of her own, or is she part of a group? An ensemble. Uh, well, a duo. Oh. Oh, Kelly Ripa? Interesting. Hmm. Tell us more about that. Yes, story. so let me fill in the blank for you. So, Kelly Ripa arranged for her offspring, Michael Consuelos, to be featured in People Magazine's <gasps> Sexiest right. Man Alive issue. So, it shouldn't be a shocker to her. No, the, sexy is very important to that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, they're very sexy forward yeah. as a family. That's yeah. true. Because you know they're always Kelly and uh, her husband are always talking about how sexy everything is. She's talking about how sexy he is. It definitely is a value. Yeah, yeah. So much sex, family now, values. Now, allegedly, supposedly, Kelly Ripa uh, learned of this development of her son live on the air where Ryan Seacrest revealed this secret to mm. her. But what NT Lawyer is saying is that, no, honey, Kelly Ripa was moving the things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. They're like, mm-hmm. nice try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Pulling the okay. strings. Pulling the strings. Well, you know, her- it is nice to see him in the family business. <laughs> of being sexy. Yeah. Being sexy. Yeah, and knowing it. <laughs> He's sexy and he knows it. He's sexy and he knows it. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, those are your blind items, your celebrity well, gossip Holly, mysteries for this those afternoon. Those were delightful. Thank and you. Rather easy, I, I should say, which is good because anti lawyer does not always make it this easy. This for is a fact. But uh, thank you, Holly, for uh, doing the work there and sifting through the litter box of blind items. Almond Rokas. Uh, when we come Yay. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of a litter box, I watched. <laughs> Oh, no. That no, bad? no, no, no. Actually, no. I watched the Lindsay Lohan Netflix Christmas movie, Falling for Christmas. I watched it on 1.5 speed. So oh, my God. I- okay. <laughs> you need to stop with your That's 1. actually 5. not entirely true. I did slow it down a few times, but it was, you know, you c- it's... Time management, okay? Anyway, I watched it. I have a review for you. I have a review of the movie, and I have a review of her performance. Fabulous. I will field your questions after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It really is. Uh, This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, Please drive carefully. I keep on checking Twitter, and I know that a lot of the pictures are from this morning, but just like wreckage after wreckage after spin out after wreckage, just, you know, let's just, 
everybody do your best to slow down and, and be careful. Um, okay, so yesterday I went over to the Netflix and I was like, you know what? I might be in the Christmas mood. Maybe I'll watch this Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie that we've been hearing about. It's called. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bold move. I know. It's called Falling for Christmas. I checked the time on it. It's an hour and a half. I thought I can do that in, you know, an hour or less if I just watch it on double time. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand your behavior. No. But why no. would you ever, A, that you would choose to watch it, but B, that you would then choose to watch it at uh, twice the speed? No. Okay, well, listen. I did slow, like I said, I slowed it down at some important moments. Oh, tell me what an important moment in the Lindsay Lohan holiday special is. When it got like kind of feely, I would, then I would slow it down. Like at the big scenes, I would slow it down. But I just wanted to know in the beginning, like, what is the story? What am I getting myself into? What's set this up for me? So I will set it up for you. I'll literally just tell you the plot. It is overboard. Yeah. For Christmas. This is the one where she falls off the cliff. Because what's the name, title again? It's called Falling for Christmas. Yeah, she literally falls. We I, we saw the trailer, and the trailer, I'm I'm sure, probably included most of the highlights. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's like the uh, daughter of a hotel magnate, and she, um, you know, d- hasn't really made much of her life, but her dad is going to give her a job at the hotel, and she's just really materialistic and... She's got this boyfriend who's trying to convince her to become an influencer. And then they go out to do some influency pictures and she falls off the cliff and runs. Now, I think we even talked about this a little bit. She literally, her whole body runs into a uh, tree and she gets knocked unconscious, loses her memory and uh, another hotel owner from nearby Cord Overstreet from um, Glee yep. finds her, and I mean, you can you already know the formula. Yeah. Like you already but know what's going to gonna fair, happen. Like so, here's the thing: Christmas movies. This is nothing uh, unique to Christmas movies. The sort of hallmark holiday movie experience. Yeah. Like that's it's always a thin plot. There's always going to be romance at the end of the day, and you know, for the holidays, there's going to be you know, you're going to get that payoff. Yes. So that said. How does Lindsay Lohan, what, if anything, does Lindsay Lohan bring to that experience slash formula? So if I'm being honest, you guys, it is Lindsay Lohan at her best. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but it is Lindsay Lohan in the kind of fluff. I mean, she does a great job. Um, She's believable. In she's this role, like, like she's believable. I guess that's a low bar, though. Yeah, kind of, but she's believable in this role of a <laughs> like really a, privileged daughter. Yeah, you know, um, I'll just say, I'll come right out and say it. Lindsay Lohan looks like she's had a lot of work done, and there is a part of that aesthetic that works for the character she was playing. Oh, sure. But then when she has to act like the person who's completely lost her memory and becomes kind of more down to earth. She also played that well. Yeah. So, you know, it's enjoyable. It's it takes a little bit, if I'm being honest, as you're watching it, it takes a little bit to separate yourself from 
that is Lindsay Lohan. Like the Lindsay Lohan that we have followed over the last decade, who has had kind of some hot, messy moments, who did a reality show with Oprah that like turned into like a complete and total um, crap carnival. Yeah. Right. It's hard. Like right off the bat, it's hard to separate yourself from that version of Lindsay Lohan. But once you kind of settle in, um, she's very... (laughs) This just sounds like an insult. It's not. She's very competent in this role. It's a good role for her. It's not. It doesn't require her to have like the depth of human emotion. Um, It's it is fluff. It's a fluffy movie. It is a feel good, fluffy movie. And it does deliver on all of the Christmas tropes. Yeah. So she didn't get in the way. I mean, I think, again, low bar for Lindsay Lohan. She needed, you know, we talk about like. In you know, when we're doing our politics thing, which we don't do, but you know, people talk about in terms of politicians, like you know, uh, when they do debates, for example, they just have to live up to the expectation. Yeah. So for Lindsay in this role, you're saying she lived up to the expectation that we have no expectation of Lindsay Lohan. That is, you could not have said that better. I mean, that truly is. She delivers on what the movie's intention is. And I will say this though, she does not try to overact it, which I think could be, if you're trying to stage a comeback, there could be a temptation to do that, right? She doesn't. She does exactly what she's supposed to do. She does exactly what's expected. I believe, I believed the romance that unfolded between her. I mean, you know, in this, in the context of a Christmas movie, yeah, the romance between Cord Overstreet and her was very believable. Okay. So it delivered. It made you feel all the good Christmassy feelings. And, you know, it it's a good way to pass an hour and a half for 45 minutes if you'd like to watch it on double time. Yeah, but I now now we have to follow up, Colleen. Yeah. Do you think that watching the Lindsay Lohan Netflix holiday movie at regular speed yeah. would be worth your time? Yeah. That's a good question. And I did actually ask myself that. In the moment, am I getting the full experience if I watch this on double time? And I decided yes. <laughs> I don't understand how you do that. Mm-mm. I don't understand how people do that to listen to things, much less oh. that you would actually watch a movie that way. Yeah, I guess like if you are wa- like, it takes a minute to get used to it. And then once you're used to it, when you flip back to regular time, that feels very slow. So I. That's I actually usually rest at 1.5 time because it's a little bit faster, but it's not so fast that you can barely keep up with it. Wow. Uh, th- that Hot is, tips. you know, congrats for being able to do that. I also am just looking at the cast list. I didn't realize her sister was in this. So, yes, her sister, Aliana, plays like an assistant of hers. Jack Wagner plays her dad. Like, there's definitely people you're going to recognize yeah. in this. All right. So if you need a, just a fun holiday movie, why not? Yeah, it'll get you in the mood. And it's totally, like, you can watch it with kids. It's fine. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, on Netflix. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite gas tank road trip? 651-641-1071. Uh, call us. We'll swap after this on My Talk 1071.